He says, wherefore, he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing <laughs> You see now, he didn't say anything about me praying. He didn't say he will be able to save me to the uttermost because I'm a great intercessor. He said he's able to save me to the uttermost. In other words, to the end degree. In other words, there's nothing that I'm struggling with right now that he doesn't have a plan Amen. to fix me. Amen? Watch. Watch. He said the reason he can guarantee my victory and my success he said because he ever lives. To make intercession for me. In other words, the prayer he's banking on is his. Then I'm asking you this morning. When was the last time you ever remembered that Jesus is praying for you? When was the last time your faith locked in? Lord, I can't pray now. But I know you're praying for me. And I expect grace to show up. I expect, I expect you to carry me. I don't feel like I can walk. But, but I know you're praying. I know you are interceding. I know. Hallelujah. Glory. So that's why your faith has to lock in beyond you. Mary said, Martha said, even now. See, how many of us have passed deadlines? Isn't that what she's talking about? My brother is dead. My brother is thinking. Four days. But even now. Do you understand the power of even now? Hallelujah. That's the kind of service you come to. And then when you go home, you lock the door and just start dancing. Lord, I thank you. Even now. Even now. Even now. Even now. Even now. I still believe. Even now. A breakthrough is happening. Even now. I'm getting my breakthrough. Even now, I'm running on the devils. Even now.
Come on. Sit down. Let me show you something. Let me show you something. That's why you allow the Holy Spirit to help you speak so you can say things beyond you. Watch. The Bible does not record of any visible prayer that Jesus prayed. But when he got to Lazarus' tomb, the first thing he said, he said, thank you, Father, that you have heard me. You mean he didn't hear Mary? He didn't hear Martha. And I was saying that. He said, no, I heard them. I just chose to answer when I wanted to. <laughs> huh? He said, I thank you, Father, that you have heard me. Now, for that all these that are here might believe. He said, that's why I said it out loud. But I know, but between us, it's a non-issue. It's a roll the stone away. Listen now. So you see how your flesh is warring against you. The same Martha said, no, 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 Lord. By now he's thinking. We don't want to smell that. And Jesus said, didn't I tell you that if you believe? How are you going to talk by faith and bring me out here? And now you're chickening out on me. This is why no matter what happens, I come here and re-say everything I said. I said Obi will be president. They turn rigid. And some are predicting war. And all this stuff. Who cares? As I say, so shall it be. My mother used to say, don't count your chicken before they hatch. Yeah. Oh, so you guys have it here too? Oh, yeah. I, I tell the devil that all the time. I say, you're making noise, but the fight is not over. You may have just won one thing, but there's, there's still many fights to come. Don't celebrate. I get all upset with all these people. We're still in the first quarter. You score a touchdown. And you're making noise and, and taunting the other people. The game hadn't even started. You might end up losing. No, the time for that is fourth quarter. And there's a minute half. Uh, 30 seconds left. Not at the first quarter. What you talking about? The game is yet started. You think I'm talking about football? No, I'm talking about you ignorant believers. Because you lost one fight, you're acting like it's over. When the fight is just starting, you are more than conquerors. I need a tractor trailer to carry all the lies. All the prophet lying Satan has done over my mind and over my life all these years. 
Amen. Amen. I have to adjust, not just to, uh, uh, no, before I say that, I have to live, not just with the satanic influences in my mind, but all the wicked that Satan has impregnated, that no matter how much good we do, they hate this church. They hate me. They write all kinds of things. Their children are here getting blessed, but yet they hate me. One guy wrote, oh, how much good can come out of false doctrine? I said, well, if I'm preaching false doctrine and your child is getting blessed and your good doctrine hadn't produced anything, then we should be reading and preaching the wrong doctrine so we can get blessed. <laughs> how dumb can you get? So I carry them all along. I shared it with the leaders. And I went to the Lord to talk to him about it. He says, it's because you haven't read the New Testament. I said, oh, really? So what have I been reading? Now watch. I say it again. Because many of us are sitting here. God has been faithful to you. Listen carefully. God has been faithful to you. God has answered you time and time and time again. And you go through one setback. Amen. And now that's one setback. He's bigger than everything God has done. You need a clap offering. Yeah. Don't know how he makes God feel. I told you, he said to me, I should not be on trial every time you get in, in a trial. There should be an assurity. Amen. Watch. The same matter that spoke in faith. When Jesus said, roll the stone away, she started running interference. He said, no, 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 no. By now, he's thinking. I thought you said you believed in resurrection. How many of you believe in resurrection? Okay. I asked you that. He said, no, ask them. How many of you are agents of resurrection? Meaning, you are the one that will be bringing the word of resurrection. Amen. Anywhere you see somebody's faith sagging, you say, no, no, no. We are resurrection agents. Hey, come on, get back up. Get back up. I'm your cheerleader. I'm your chaperone of your faith. Come on. Start praising God. Start shouting. Start dancing. Start blessing the Lord. This is our season. And we are not giving up anything. Jesus is Lord. He said, Lord, by now he's thinking. He said, didn't I tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory. At that point, he ignored Mary, Martha, and all the unbelieving Jews mm -hmm. on that tomb. I'm about to show you something. Because everything I'm telling you, yes, you are shouting, but beyond the shout, you better get what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. He said, Jesus went to that tomb. 
He said, with a loud voice. Lazarus! Lazarus! Your family has given up on you. Everybody has given up on you. But I'm calling you! He said, come forth. And they waited to see what would happen. And all of a sudden. I told you this is the original bankhead bounce. Before they woke up to it and doing their shoulders. Haven't you seen them chosen videos you guys are watching? And people go, <gasps> because they didn't believe. He disconnected from their unbelief and all their doubt and all their wrong confessions. And he started calling the man who needs the breakthrough. Who is he calling this morning? The man who needs the breakthrough. The question is, do you hear him? I tune people out. I tune the naysayers out. I keep doing. Do you know how many people are writing and making noise? That thing he's doing over there, that's not scriptural. He's testing offerings. I said, first of all, what's your business? Amen. And if you're in this house and you will listen to these ignoramuses with no breakthrough, who are broke, can't pay their light bill, don't know their way. Then why are you wasting your life here? Go to Mount whoever. This is for those that believe. The deadline has passed, but you walk in church and you hear this thunder coming from this altar. You said, you know, I let my faith go, but I'm taking it back. I just got an instruction. I'm going back home to dance. I'm going back home to shout. I'm going. <laughs> That's who I'm preaching to. <laughs> I was talking with somebody because some of you are too smart for your own good. You're empirical. You are, your disease is control. You have to have everything all figured out or not arranged in order. So, so, so when do you think uh, the, the uh, Stadium Crusade will start? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. All you need is a pop. If I knew that, I would bottle it up and start selling it. Why would I 
put myself in the realm of God when I'm not God. My job is to believe that it's coming. My job is to keep saying that it's coming. You don't know all that Satan is throwing at me to convince me that it's not coming. I said, well, you can waste your time because how I got here is what I'm doing. How will I have known that I will get here? Where do I know you from? Even you Nigerians, where do I know you from? You are seeing a miracle. And what God did yesterday is to prepare you for your breakthroughs tomorrow. And your faith connects you with your yesterday, with your tomorrow. But if you let Satan talk you out of your tomorrow based on now, you ruin everything. Martha made such a bold declaration of faith. And she was right there. Probably three, five minutes away from her greatest breakthrough. And now she wants to ruin it. Lord, no, 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 no. By now he stinks. Well, who told you that stinking stuff bothers him? Say, behold, now he stinketh. Who cares? Roll the stone away. Hallelujah. So when I'm going through a tough time, I'm listening for him. What is he saying? You notice that skit they did last Sunday. Is it last Sunday? Hmm. He, he said in that, in, in that script, he says, as a matter of fact, I hear him calling me now. I, I, hear, I, hear, I think I'm hearing him. He said, my sheep, hear my voice. Do you know his voice? Hallelujah. He said, I know them and they follow me. A stranger will they not follow because they don't know the voice. So when I was hearing all these reports about the election, <laughs> I said, God is a master. He lets you overplay your hand. Now these people are beginning to talk as if they are God. And that's when they're going to fall flat on their face. I just said to him, Lord, you know, I really don't care what I'm hearing or what's going on. All I'm asking you is don't let the prophecy of this young man come to pass. Let us get to be presidency without bloodshed. That's what I'm entreating him and supplicating to him on. But he will be president. He will be president. Do you know that one time they elected this uh, uh, Muslim uh, guy that was really going to take Nigeria deep where we can't return out from this Islamic thing. I don't know how long was Yaradar president. How many months? And he died. I will make a decree here before I finish today. 
anybody that sat on that throne besides the man who won the election will die in 90 days. Nigeria, this is God's time for Nigeria to come back. The Nigeria I knew when I was growing up, this current generation don't know. You come out of school, no matter what you study, you got a job, you got a car, you got an apartment. Everything, the, you know, beautiful, you know, falling freeways. And, and one Nigerian naira was a dollar 80 cents. Nigerian money was stronger than the dollar. Now, one dollar is 750. Even now. Whatever. You shall ask the Father. Let me ask you. Is there a prayer the Lord Jesus will pray? That the Father will say no to? Then why is your faith not strong? When I was preparing this morning... And, and when I, I, I meditated on that, he said to me, that's why I told you to abound in thanksgiving. Yeah, hallelujah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. That's why I told you to just keep thanking me. Yeah. Your mind can't reach it in the realm I'm in. You don't know how a stinking man can come back fully whole. But just thank me for it. I told you I came to the Chevrolet dealership across the street to buy a part for my 77 Chevy. And I saw this building. And I said, oh, that's interesting. God didn't tell me, you know, that's your church building. He didn't tell me anything. Oh, that building belongs to you. Oh, you know, in a few years I'm going to give you a ministry, and that's where the, the church will be housed. He said, absolutely not. Why? You have to pass the test first Amen. before you get the information. Amen. What test? The test of faith. Thank you, Lord. I had a guy preaching. <clears throat> he said, now, when they're trying to get crystals out of glass, he said they put it in the heat or the climb, and then the heat and the heat and the heat, and then they will take it out. And then they will tap it. Mm. Mm. Sounds not right. And they put it back in. And they heat it. And they heat it. And heat it. And they take it out. Mm. Mm. Getting close. And they put it back. And they heat it. And heat it. And heat it. And then finally when they take it out. And they tap it. It goes. Bang! It's a 100% crystal. He said that's why you are still in the heat. Your song is not right. Your praise is yet to come. You don't know how to give thanks. So they keep putting you back in. And I'm saying, isn't it time for you to come out? When he says shout, whoa, you go for it. Eh? Jump, you jump. Run, you run. Give, you give. That's okay now. Graduation day. Finally, you have the right sound. Finally, you have the right song. Finally. Thank you, Lord. It's time for you to come out. He said, loose him and let him go. The message is resurrection.
I'm going to dig into this thing even in my own personal prayer time. What does resurrection mean to you and for you? Have you considered the glorious body that God gives every resurrected thing? As I was saying it, he just brushed in my spirit. He says, before we get to the body, for a human being. Now for plants, we see it when it's finished, but we don't see what happens in the transformation. But he says, for you as a human being, the, trans the resurrection begins with the transformation of your heart, your emotions, your, your responses to things. God does something to you within. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I mean, things that are such major issues. I have a brother that gives me such a hard time, and, and God said to me, he's a non-issue. You need those things to father you. And then you get out of it. You grow out of it. That's resurrection. God transforming you in the practicums of life, in your relationship with your children, in your relationship with your wife or husband, in your church relationships, Relationships at work. You win everywhere because the nature in you is changed and the hope that Satan has in you is destroyed. You come out a new man through the crucible of life. This is not the absence of trouble. This is overcoming trouble. Can you imagine a man quenching the violence of fire? And you're walking around in flames with no effect. Those three Hebrew children actually experienced it. It's not a story. It happened. While we are not advocating that you go jump in a fire, but you are in the fiery trials of life. May that be your testimony that Jesus, the fourth man, stepped in your fire. And what was designed to destroy you all of a sudden loses its impact and effect. May that be your portion in Jesus' name. May this season be resurrection for you, transformation for you, breakthrough for you, deliverance for you, a new beginning for you. That's the word of the Lord. That's the word of deliverance. That's the word of resurrection this season. Ah, thank you, Lord. We give you praise for visiting us in our weakness, for visiting us in our difficult times, for transforming us, hallelujah. We give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. But the Holy Spirit just said to me, don't get ruled by your feelings. Rule by your faith. Okay? He says, say it again. Don't let your feelings rule you. Rule by your faith. Over your feelings and over Anything going on in your head, rule in Jesus' name. The number to call is there. The avenue for you to put your seed in the ground is there. Bible study is here for two hours tonight. Ooh, if you're watching on TV in Africa, wherever you're watching, make it a blast today. Receive the word of resurrection. Receive the grace of resurrection. Receive the glory of resurrection. In Jesus' mighty name. We love you, beloved. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.